Right, welcome back to Crudely Drawn Swords. We are in the middle of a battle. Percival is currently fighting for the choke point in the barracks. But when we left off last time, he had just healed Baby, one of the members of his crew. Not a literal baby. He's a fairly sturdy trooper, but he uh, nearly lost his arm. And as he finished healing him, he realised that someone was swinging a warhammer right at him from behind. Old school. Classic move. <laughs> An oldie but a goldie. So, Percival, what do you do? Part of me is tempted to just headbutt the Warhammer out of his hand. <laughs> but that's going to go you can do horribly that. wrong unless I basically roll very, very well. It It is enduring. Uh, if you defy danger with endurance by <laughs> constitution, that will, that will probably do it. But he would probably do you damage. <laughs> I, I think taking a... Uh, Warhammer to the teeth is probably a bad idea in any anyone's books, even though it would look cool. Uh, no, I'll um I'll drop to the floor and uh, slash his knees. Okay, that that sounds more like uh, dexterity. Then give me a defy danger with dexterity. Okay, that is a solid roll. Seven. Nice. So uh, you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. <laughs> I really do want to hesitate. <laughs> no, you, you get down fast enough to get out of his way. <laughs> but then you realise that if he does, if you, if you're fully out of his way, then that hammer's actually going to catch the guy you just healed. Uh, why do I even bother doing these things? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do? Well, as I say, what I'd like to do is reach out and just pull baby's ankles away from him so that he also drops to the floor. Sweet. And then no that doubt works. this guy's extendable warhammer will smash whoever's behind him and baby will have to pull <laughs> his feet over. Nope. No, we can take that. Both you and baby are now lying on the floor of the hut. <laughs> um. <laughs> Soaking up some rays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll be fine as long as you don't try and put him in the corner. <laughs> This guy's now kind of uh, coming in towards you, but it seems like everyone else is mostly engaged. Um, so what what are you going to do next? Um, I guess we will be scrabbling to get back up on our feet. You don't need to scrabble. You're a goddamn paladin. <laughs> you can flip in, kick flip That's to your true, feet. true, yeah. I'll do like a ninja flip. <laughs> <laughs> We've already established that... Uh, random acrobatics are just how everyone rolls these days <laughs> yeah okay so are you going to take a swipe at this guy yeah 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 certainly yeah give me a hack and slash Bonk. <laughs> ah, 
Uh, mark experience <laughs> and uh, roll 1d8. Oh, one. There we go. <laughs> All right. So uh, he gets past your guard, mm-hmm. but you manage to take it on your shield before it comes through and hits you. So you've got almost an impasse here. What What do you want to do? There are, there are more guys kind of forcing their way in through the door. It's getting more crowded, if anything. Um, I will order my guys back to the inner doorway so that they're starting to fight around that choke point a bit. Okay, great. Um, and that's where we want to, to hold them. Yep. I think that is a hold position. Uh, yeah, I, I want them to retreat a little more so that so that we can encourage um, basically a big push from yep. the, the heavies that are coming in around that doorway. Yeah. And we can kind of start to hold them there. We can just do that. Do you want to start them actually kind of almost filing out the doorway so that they're not caught against the walls too badly. Hmm. So there's seven, there's eight of us, sorry. Yeah. Oh, there's there's already ten of them, and there's more pushing in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So a big push from us to try and choke them up at the outer doorway is probably going to be quite difficult. It's potentially risky. Yeah. Nah, God, we'll um we'll just lure them into the inner doorway. All right, your guys can start filing out. Mm-hmm. Now the position of everyone here means that. <laughs> I'm getting cut off. As they fill out that doorway, you start to get a little bit more cut off. So are you just going to follow them through as quick as you can? Um, uh, personally, I will attempt to... Now, I'll try and pressure them on the flank there. So I'm going to push in this direction. Okay, give a hack and slash. Go high dice roll! Whoa, I'll take that last roll, shall I? So roll your damage. <laughs> That's as much as you could do. Okay, and roll your damage again. All right, so Percival takes his sword and hits the first guy on the shield. And as his sword strikes the shield, the shield cracks and the fighter is thrown across the room, crashing into someone else and pushing them most of the way to the stack of ruined furniture at the other end uh, and just falls dead. Sweet. Jesus. On the backswing, he catches a second trooper who's flung straight into the wall and seriously injured. For the light! Come on, <laughs> lads! Um, I'm going to use this momentum, actually, to push down to the second doorway, uh, and I'll call all my little guys behind us. Up and at them! Okay, so that sounds like a charge. So yeah. roll your charge. Nice. Boom! So, you cause damage and choose two from... There are no casualties. Morale increases. The enemy are pushed back or out of position, or enemy morale is increased. I don't want to increase their morale. That's a a horrible blue-on-blue result. They've seen the damage you can do. They're like, we've got to do this, men. Rally together. Nobody takes us down. Um, Ben, when he increases the morale... Do we hear that him, you know, he's shouting, yes, that's another one down, and it echoes out the room and it affects my men as well? Yes, of course. do that, yeah. Ben. Ben, do that, Gwen. Uh, but, but, you, you, but I think you're already operating on pretty much full morale because so far you've been astoundingly successful. No, I lost one. Uh, you did lose one, but what I'm going to do is, is push them back. So you can, you can choose two. I think from the sound of it, you probably want there are no casualties and the enemy are pushed back or out of position. Correct. That is exactly what I want. Damn it. I want morale. Um, yeah, no casualties and I want to... Yeah, I want to push them back so that um, we're fighting around that choke point. That outer choke point. 
so you're now holding that choke point you have also eliminated some of their group they're being pushed out mm. let's go to the wider picture and take a look at what tristan's up to the man the ledger you're looking down on this this army of heavies fucking out this is dangerous <laughs> if yeah. there's any opportunity to um cut any of them off so that we just mopped them yep. up inside, then we'd have taken that too. Yeah, that was basically what you did with the outstanding ones yeah. and the ones that you'd already injured. And Carve knocked aside, you're able to mop up. Yeah, that's cool. So what what are you doing, Tristan, as you see these uh, troops being pushed back out the gate? You'll be pleased to know that <clears throat> they have... I've spoken to the team, and it wasn't that well received, but they are on board, and they understand the reasons we're going to do this. It's all about morale. So. In the interim <laughs> that you didn't realise, we've actually dragged the bodies. Uh, half the team have dragged the bodies, half the team have got the cover, and we've actually got them to the near, just south of the hatchway there, where we can see the fighting below us. And yep. um, we've kind of slumped them with their backs over the wall, so their legs are near us. And yep. uh, it, it's one of those things where, you know, they they're not necessarily used to this kind of tactical warfare but i've i've read a lot about this so we're in in, se- <laughs> in sequence effectively as would say yeah we've pretty much just what held one group's held them by the legs so the torso's gone over and we've just gone rip straight across the belly so the entrails just drop out over the wall landing on the fighters and then we just let the bodies go we're just we're doing mental warfare now so if you can picture the scene they're fighting they're they're trying their allies are going down they can hear screaming from inside and then they're like whoa what's that on my arm look up boom guts entrails feces vomit somehow just landing on them in their open mouths probably from Um, your troops yeah well we're not loving this i mean we are we are gagging okay give me a defy danger on charisma yeah, 2d6. Come on, don't let me down now, Dice. It's literally the most important role of my life, or I'm going to get covered in entrails and puke my way to death. <laughs> oh. Oh, dear. Mark experience. Well, at least I've got XP. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and that's how we learn from our mistakes. This is not a mistake. This is the dice going against me. You shove the uh, bodies over the side. Oh, God. And uh, and they fall down on the uh, enemy, and the enemy are somewhat horrified. Oh, at least it's but a start. They're also enraged. Yeah, yeah, they might be enraged. They basically think you're barbarian animals, and at oh. the same time, your own troops are almost starting to lose faith in you a bit <laughs> because it. they're starting to think you're you're like a psychopath. <laughs> That's what you need in a war. <laughs> At least the ground is now... Oh, wait, I don't even get to choose any one or two things, do I? Nope. Damn it. You've just uh, you've just lost another unit of morale from your uh, from your troop. <laughs> oh, who rolls a one and a three and then double clicks it by mistake and rolls a two and a one? That is absolute... <laughs> that is mortifying. That is the worst... Oh. That's it. That's the one bad dice roll. That's fate telling me fight like a gentleman. I think it is because it seems to be working all right. So, so your uh, your archers are now uh, uncertain where previously they were confident. What? Ah, I told you we should have boasted it, Gwen. 
Well, <laughs> meanwhile, back in the son of a gun, my one, my one cameo is then everyone's like, "Yeah, quick, get back to Gwyn." <laughs> back, back in the shed of dread, what's going on? Uh, so, uh, so we've pushed them out to the doorway, um, and yep. we're attempting to hold around the door for the moment. But I'm going to let okay. Um, and I'll let my guys handle that and just rotate around so they keep fairly fresh. Um, I kind of want to know just how powerful this sword is and whether okay. there's anything that we might be able to use in a pinch. So yep. um, whilst they're doing that, I'm going to go up to one of the stone walls of the cottage yep. um, and just summon up some strength and mash the wall um, really hard and see if I can cut through the stone or, you know, at, at what point it's going to... Because when we plunged it into the ground, it, it cut straight into the ground, didn't it? Yes, it did. Um, so I'll see if it's if I have any options that involve carving up support struts and things like this by just plunging it into some stone. <laughs> Could be useful later. Yes. Okay. Give me a roll on strength. Boom. Yeah. So basically, you're... It doesn't cut through the wall, hmm. but it basically knocks the bricks out of the wall, like big stone block. It just knocks a couple of them out of the wall. And because you're fast and you're strong, you stop before you do any significant structural damage <laughs> that would bring it down on your head. Okay, that's interesting. But it certainly has an effect. Yeah. However, as you use that power, you can feel almost the vibration starting to slow a little in the sword. Right, okay. So it, it may not be something that's going to... It may be a kind of temporary charge from the magic it has previously picked up. Yeah, no, that's that's all fair enough. Um, okay, let's think about that quickly then. So if I want to do anything particularly spangly, I need a big source of ice magic. <laughs> Maybe, for instance, a massive magically frozen stream that I'd have to get to and suck it back out. That that might have a certain amount of ice in it. Yeah. Okay. That's handy for later, for yep. when everyone's dead <laughs> and uh, <laughs> left there desperately trying to do something. Okay. <laughs> it, could, it could happen. Meanwhile, some of the scouts seem to be coming up towards the back wall of the building. Mm -hmm. Tristan, mm -hmm. what are you doing now? So, you mean those scouts there? These scouts here. They look like they're coming to do what, sorry? Well, I suppose I don't know. They're just moving there. Pick those cabbages. They seem to be trying to get into position on the cabbage patch, yeah, which is quite hard to shoot from the top of the wall because the garrison house is in the way. Yeah, well, I think we're going to have to loose on them. Okay. Uh, give me a loose roll. <sighs> one, one, two. <laughs> so I'll just put the XP <laughs> on my uh, character sheet. Uh, that's good. It turns out that all my heroism from the last game has is now being paid for with double ones. Huzzah! Okay. Your archers open up on the scouts that are sneaking behind the building but as they do their no. focus is momentarily off the circled moon archer knew that was gonna who open fire okay and there is just a rain of arrows coming down there's just no time to get to cover is there there is no time to get to cover Ew. and what that means is that uh dodge oh no takes an arrow to the neck and he is oh. down. Tristan, what? you also take an arrow. Oh, Jesus. Um, roll me 1d6. Oh, God. Oh, this can't be that much damage. Oh, I'll take this in my stride because it'll be a 1. Uh, okay. Hit. So you take 4 damage, but 2 of that is soaked up by the armour. So n knock your hits down yep. by 2. 
Done it. I like, by the way, that uh, I've never noticed this before, but the trapdoor has a picture of a penis on it. I'm impressed with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every map needs to have a crudely Subtle. drawn sword in it. It's like a, like a Where's Wally <laughs> aspect of the podcast. <laughs> Where's, Where's Willy? Where's Willy? Oh. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> okay, so uh, you're a little injured. Unfortunately... Dodge is alive, though. No, he's down. He is oh, dead. Oh, shit. <laughs> Don't throw him off the side. <laughs> So much for his namesake. Thankfully, me and Dodge hadn't really bonded that much. <laughs> so he was just kind of one of the peripheries of my uh, my knowledge of characters. But mostly because when I spoke to him and I was like, so you're pretty good at dodging? He was like, no. I'm like, oh, all right, attitude. Don't be a dick about it. So we have uh, a small disaster and the scouts get in behind the oh, building. double shit. I hate dice rolling games. And... You can't see them right now, uh, Tristan. I think I know what's coming. Percy. Am I aware, uh, am I aware that they are there? You probably aren't, but right now you, you're about to become aware because as you look up, burning arrows start coming down. Excellent. That was kind of what I was going to tell you to do anyway. Win-win. Okay. <laughs> so arrows are kind of landing around you and your team in the garrison house. Hmm. What do you do? Oh, they're just coming down. That, sorry, that brown section on the the map, is that roof that is still intact? Um, yes, so the roof is still intact from roughly the right half of the building. So they aren't going to land on your set fire and lantern oil, but yep. they are landing on the wooden floor and on you. Right, okay. Huh. Um, I will detail a couple of people to put them out. Okay. Um. Oh, no, sorry, they're landing on us. Yes. And is there any way that we can hold this doorway um, whilst under any remnants of the roof? It would be quite lucky if you did, you know. It's not that it's impossible, but it might be uh, hard to do. Okay. And also it's likely to be distracting when you're trying to fight people and keep out the way of fire arrows. Like, you're having to look in two directions at once, really. In that case, um, I will wander up to my guys, tell them to say... Back to the inner door, um, and then reach up and basically slam dunk the top support beam above the door with this uh, wacky swordy power in the hope that I'll collapse some of it. Okay. Um, and de- delay anybody sort of pushing in on us. Okay. Whilst we move back to the inner door. Roll plus strength to see uh, how effective that is. Boom. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. It works. You bring down the top of the door. Sweet. And you actually crush a couple of their troops. Cool. Get back, get back. Uh, and we will we'll, we'll then move back to the inner door and take a bit of cover from these five arrows. Uh, if it's possible yep. to detail a couple of people to attempt to stamp out the the arrows, or at least sort of stop it setting everything on fire uh, until we want it to, um, whilst being a bit cautious of the uh, the things dropping in from over their heads, then we will do that on the way. That might be a bit okay. much, actually, whilst also retreating, but... It's quite challenging. Yeah. I mean, you might manage to do it, but everyone's try- kind of trying to get through the door and ne- not get caught and keep organised. Yeah, that's fair. You can hear orders shouted in outside, and as you fall back, mm-hmm. the troops start entering the building. Okay. And the arrows start reducing in numbers. Okay, that's fine. Well, hopefully, there'll be a load of crap in the way now that they're having to... Yes, it's slowing them down, certainly. 
I'm mostly interested in it preventing their escape once they're in. So we're going to hold really tight. Um, I haven't lost any morale on this uh, with this no, unit. No, you have haven't. I? You've so, you've you've uh, been an upstanding member of society. Yeah. So there's no real point in doing a rallying speech or anything like that. No. Um, might help my men. <laughs> in, in fact, I might well, even send a runner to Tristan's men. There's not a lot that he can do on top of that wall for the moment. Um, and yep. this we want this to get quite crunchy um, until we want a lot of people firing fire arrows, and he's got the fire arrows. So I might send a runner asking yep. for support at the doorway. In fact, I will do that. Okay, great. Uh, so roll uh, 2d6. You need support at the doorway? It's a doorway. We're just going to get in your way, is the reply that you'll receive. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Yeah, you are very good at rolling dice. Yeah, it turns out. Wow. <laughs> almost weirdly good. I, I think your goddess is in, divinely intervening in the most unreasonable fashion. Uh, so, yeah, th- this runner is just going to ask for the support of a couple of archers at the doorway and um, prepped with fire arrows. Okay, so Tristan, are you going to send them down? Yeah, but I'm going to tell them to take dodge with them. <laughs> One other and dodge. <laughs> We're like, what, what's this? We're your help, sir. No, um, yeah, you can go. I'll send, I'll send Boots down because she was injured. Yep. Um, and who else have we got? Boots, Bear. Um, you've got Shots. You've got Ister. You've got Horn. You've got Sniffer, and you've got Bear. Oh, sniffer. Oh, since Sniffer, yeah, you're having Sniffer. <laughs> I don't want Sniffer. Well, yeah, I'm I- sorry. As I rolled an 11 on my uh, send a message, I'm specifically asking not to send Sniffer. Ben, I would like to overrule that with a dice (laughs) roll. Need to block the doorway. Don't send Sniffer. You're in command of the archers, Tristan. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just going to send Sniffer. Sniffer. I'm going to send Sniffer on his own or her own. I can't remember which it is. I can't imagine it's a girl called Uh, Sniffer. No, she's a girl. She's actually, uh, she will, (laughs) like, when It would be worse if it was a guy somehow. (laughs) <laughs> a woman called Sniffer we can excuse um, when they were a customs post she was the one that was the best at finding illicit and untaxed goods so uh, uh, okay. she was always sniffing out trouble Cause she, that was, she uh, could smell tax she's like these haven't been taxed <laughs> good work Sniffer so, you sniffed the extra money and the duty paid <laughs> That, that's how it happens. I smell audit. <laughs> I don't make the rules. You say you've paid I the correct amount for these. Are. My nose tells me otherwise. No. <laughs> this, this doesn't smell like you paid high rate tax on it. <laughs> this only smells like base rate, but these are luxury goods. Uh, yeah, we'll send boots, but with the, with, the, with the express command that boots is to stay back and sort of recover a little bit. Yeah, of course. Just just get a little bit of breather. And Sniffer can go in where she likes. <laughs> <laughs> Sniff your heart out, Sniffer. <laughs> She's like, I smell combat. No shit. <laughs> Wait, some of those enemy warriors haven't paid their taxes. <laughs> now, this is also going to be necessarily an exchange, Percy, because there just isn't room in the little stairwell. Mm-hmm. for the archers and more of your guys. So some of your guys are going to have to go up. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. In the meantime, there are a few of their troops trying to press you quite hard. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? 
Um, I am going to instruct my guys to target any of the ones that are wielding maces and not <laughs> worry too much about the ones with swords. Um, no. And I will just stand front and centre and act as a big block until we reckon there's sufficient number of heavies coming in that, that actually if they just pushed, we would have a hard time resisting it. Then we'll lose the five arrows. And that's really the thing that starts to happen because there are a lot of them hmm. and they can kind of lock shields and push on you. And also, you're not taking any damage from the blows, but it's still like a bit like being hit with a stick. Like it's not really hurting you, but you're still, uh, it's like physical impacts and it's hard to move through it hmm. in any significant way. Um, but the room is quite rapidly filling with their troops. Um, in that case, then the <laughs> hey sniffer sniff that wood <laughs> sniff this <laughs> sniffer makes a pretty outstanding joke about sniffing wood <laughs> no no she? She, she's uh well maybe she does <laughs> she makes a shot that certainly brings fire into the uh room and the pile of wood catches well, the lamp oil catches and it starts burning very hot and fairly quickly the furnishings and other burnables that you left there start to catch as well. Cool. Um, I will send the archers back as a messenger yep. um, and instruct them to pass on to Tristan to focus the doorway. Great. Basically clog it up. Just, yep. just put down covering fire all over that doorway. Excellent. In a real bastard move. Tristan, uh, Sniffer's back. Okay. Hey, Sniffs. What's up, girl? Talk to me. <laughs> she says, uh, Percy wants us to focus on the uh, on that doorway. Keep anyone from getting out, boss. All right. You heard the lady. Open fire. Excellent. Uh, roll me a loose. Would you like a one and a two, two ones, or a three and a one? <laughs> <laughs> I will provide you with a... I think you're ready for two sixes this time. I think that'll no. be bad. Oh, two, two, <laughs> That'll do. It's almost like the team have gone, okay, you know, you had a good tactic, Tristan. We thought they'd be a bit more shaken up about having their friends' blood and guts fall on them, but, you know, at least they've been bogged down in arrows and now they're going to be bogged down in blood and guts. Because don't forget, we saved five of the people. Yeah, that's true. We only threw five of We've still got... We've still got more plans ahead for those, don't worry. Do we have explosives I can stuff into them? <laughs> you are such a wrong... That's... It's a tactic. It's a tactic? I'm not sure it's the tactic. You get to choose two, Tristan, from cause casualties, affect Ooh. enemy morale, and either stop the enemy from advancing or dr drive them back. Bog them down. Hmm. Well, yeah. Where, where's my race morale <laughs> ability? That's all I really care about. Getting that morale up. Well, you have uh, you have a move for that, but this one gives you those three options. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and I can choose two. And the options were sorry, cause damage, yeah, affect morale, yep, um, or stop them from advancing or drive them back. Or well, I guess stop them from advancing and morale oh yeah i would say that so the, does the morale affect the whole army so the guys in behind us have just gone it affects the whole of that unit so it will affect oh, okay. the all the terminus all the blue band 
do do that. True. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. That's what I want to do. You're not going to need to worry about damage because you know half of them are in a no. burning building anyway. The fire should sort that. That's, yeah, that's my thought. And I wanted the guys behind them to kind of go, "Holy shit! They've just been yeah. shot with arrows, and now they're on fire. This isn't cool. This isn't what we signed up to." Tristan opens fire with his arrows, and basically anyone who gets close to the doorway in trying to escape is just pushed back. They can't get through. And you can see the other troops starting to look a little bit more concerned, especially as they hear screams coming from inside the shed. Now it starts to get really hot in there. Basically, Percy, Mm -hmm. all the troops that are still in there are going to try and push past you as hard as possible. What are you doing, Percy? Uh, We're going to hold. Okay, give me uh, 2d6 plus 2. And we've got another plus 1 hold left, if necessary, yeah? You have one, you have a plus 1 hold, so this might be the time to use it. Okay, so 10. Choose 2. The unit (laughs) holds their ground, there are no casualties, morale increases, or the unit causes damage. I don't think any morale is going to be increasing as a result of our actions here. I mean, even with a sweeping success, <laughs> really. it's going to be pretty, pretty horrible. Um, I think ours is. I say you, you're taking that morale <laughs> option because my men are getting weakened, so they need a boost. You're taking it. I don't care what the other option you choose is. No one is getting a morale boost from trapping people in a burning building. <laughs> we, have... we, we will hold and we will take no damage. Okay, great. We are... Oh, take no damage and the morale... Right, that's it. If my men break now because of your cowardice... <laughs> you can do a little rallying speech. So, so Tristan. Tristan, there is the rally move, which just rallies your units. So that's a roll okay. plus charisma. Just bang out the ballad of uh, Bran M- Avana yeah, Sarista. Rally McTaff. Rally McTaff. Bran McWhite. Bran McFlake. Right. Tristan, uh, what does your rallying cry sound like? What do you say? The rallying cry. Yeah. Guys, you know, it's war. It has its ups and its downs. You've stuck with me through the hard times. Now you can ride through the highs with me. <laughs> and Huzzah! Inexplicably happy about that like, speech. Um, after a moment, cool, they're like, Huzzah! But they do actually like <laughs> it's it's so unbelievably lame. Yeah. It's like such a lame rallying speech that they actually find it pretty funny. And they're like, Oh, that Tristan he's a psychopath, but he is quite entertaining. I do finish it with a wink and a grin, so they do kind of know it's a little bit tongue in cheek, <laughs> and they're like, You sly son of a bitch. All right, you're making light of a situation where you've just slit the belly of five men and pushed them over the wall. And we know that you've got five more men that you've kind of... Who's with me? Actually, no. (laughs) You've kind of piled these bodies up and we know you're going to have us do something horrifying with them. We just don't know what. So we're sort of keen to find out, actually. We don't know what's coming. Do I have a sewing kit on me? (laughs) Your, Your troops are... He's just won his Rally the Troops badge. (laughs) (laughs) needs to attach it let me see Uh, do you have an adventure kit in your equipment yeah of course but I I left that over the other side of the board no I didn't it's fine Um, no I don't really need that for my plan I've got other plans afoot okay good Um, so your your troops are now back on high morale they seem pretty confident Damn right. Damn right they do. In spite of the let's fact not draw refer- that no, let's not draw refer- nearby in the place where they used to live, people are now noisily burning to death and trying to fight Percy. For good! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so Percy, you've you've successfully held ground, mm-hmm. and finally the last of the people facing up against you, they they run in, and there's just the look on their face is pure desperation. And you just swing your sword, and it just throws them back into the fire, and they burn, and they die. and you have eliminated the attackers <laughs> in the building, but it is now significantly on fire. Okay, well we will um. Re- Treat back into the building. I mean, there's no way they're getting through that at the moment, so we might as well no. go back onto the ramparts at the top um, and take the opportunity to survey the field. Very well. And have a look at how everybody's reacting. Oh, by the way, the um, sorry, inside the, the wall itself, uh, what what is actually in there? So presumably the only... There is some kind of corridor that's running through the, the wall. Um, it's, re- it's mostly actually kind of solid. It's mostly the structure if you were to start dismantling it, it's mostly, like, rubble-filled. Right, so okay. there's, like, the little space where the um, staircase... So it's basically um, a, a staircase just straight up to the top, and that's it? Yes. Uh, and that's okay, fine. more or less all the structure. Everything else is just, like, two walls filled with rubble, so it's mm. almost like a big road bridge or something. Yeah. There's a lot of acrid smoke in the air. The garrison house is really burning now, and no one's going to be able to get in there for a while. Okay. On the wider field, mm-hmm. you see that the units that have come forward begin to fall back. Okay, cool. And they are starting to retreat out to the limits of bowshot and just stop out. Cool. It looks like their initial attack has been repulsed. I'm going to high five Christmas. We're going to start cheering. Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> high five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sniffers like, good job, boss. Oh, cool. I give her a high five. We're all just going to start high fiving each other. Boom, 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 boom. Also, we're going to loose because those mother truckers aren't actually out of cover yet. So we're going to one final draw and loose. Okay. Give give me a final loose. Um, I'll also get my team to yes. switch to bows and join in. Great. Basically, I'll treat this as a double loose. Double loose. Well, I've already rolled for us, so we did it. Yeah, we hit. Yep, you loose your arrows, and uh, you can cause damage, you can affect morale, and you can drive them back. They're already going back, so I yeah. guess you want to affect morale and cause damage? Um, oh, yeah. Probably affect morale. Can we, do we, can we only choose morale once? You can choose two of those. Um, I would say we want to thin the numbers down a bit as well. The, the amount of numbers that are in that army... Yeah. The, the the 15 now of us are never going to get through that much. So what we want to do is hammer away at the morale to make them yeah, okay. hold off a little bit longer before they mount their next attack. So I, I okay, say double morale. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. But also you can do damage. So give me 2d8. So we do damage and one of those things. Okay. Yeah. You, but you wanted to double morale yeah. it. Yeah, as much as we can pile into morale as possible. And then if there's still damage that that gets done anyway yeah. on top of that, then, then great. Ugh, eight. It's not ideal, but it's, it'll do. Okay, that's great. Um, it's not a great. That's bad. So between all your combat, uh, between attacking the building and your archery and everything else, one of the terminus units is significantly reduced. Yeah, baby. You have made more than your own numbers account. Meanwhile, you see in the distance the unit with the three teardrop. Mm-hmm which was the priest's magical unit, mm-hmm. as far as you could tell. Yep. Uh, they head off down the valley again. Hmm. Down the valley towards us? Away from, no. um, into the distance. Okay. That's suspicious. What's the time, by the way? How long till nightfall? It is now 
around uh, two o'clock in the afternoon. I was going to say two. Yeah. You have a decent feel of time. And it's kind of autumnal, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of autumn, so yeah. it's going to be like a sort of six o'clock-ish sunset. Yeah, and there's, you know, there's that autumnal wood smoke yeah. smell in the air combined <laughs> with that autumnal barbecuing human smell. Human flesh. Oh, don't forget <laughs> the entrails that are all over the floor. Mm, nice. It's, uh, yeah, in fact, the smells go. We just don't want to raise that issue. Yeah. yeah. Okay, team. Pat yourselves on the back. I think that's a job well done for this morning. Everybody try and take a bit of a breather and catch your breath because you're going to need it for this afternoon and this evening and all through the night and tomorrow morning and tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow evening and all through the night there. And then hopefully we might get relief. <laughs> yeah. Basically, if um, you can, catch some Z's. <laughs> this is this is our downtime whilst the building's on fire. After that, we don't have a lot of tricks up our sleeves. Um, what we will be wanting to do is attempting to break out some of the wall just to fill in that trap door going down to the door, because once this fire burns out, then that's going to be the obvious entrance up there. We already did that. We smashed the back-end crenellations, didn't we? So we've got a pile of rubble to just push down. Yeah, we, we've been going up and down the, um, the trap yeah, door, so we want to we... basically just fill it in. Yeah, I thought... We'd already piled up the um, crenellations to the uh, east of the wall that we're not going to really need to defend and got that ready to fill in the hole if we need to, as I understood yeah. it. So is it. Yep. So so at this point, we're, used, we're shoveling that in to the... Yeah, you yeah. You get yeah. some of the less exhausted troop, um, like uh, Joker and Pup are still relatively fresh to help you drop boulders down the trap door. Wait, we do that now? All you're doing is sealing off a build, burning building. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do that now whilst we're not being attacked. And then hopefully there'll be enough life in that fire to give us a couple of hours downtime anyway. And you're able to sit down and take a bit of a breather. Sweet. And start, have a bit of a break. Oh, can we just check on the healing situation? I know that I need a little bit more. I think Tristan needs a little bit. Ooh, in fact... Um, can we basically all top up? We're going to try and move um, Dodge's body. There, there's no way to get out the back, is there? And sort of... There is a ladder down on the back of the wall. I'm going to turn to the troops and say, look, guys, we, we've got two options. And I think you know which one you're going to choose. We can <laughs> First one's cremate him. We can bury... Yeah, well, actually, yeah, we have three options. We can either cremate his body, we can bury his body, <laughs> or we can just leave it here because... At the end of the day, it's just bones now, so it doesn't super matter, if you see what I'm saying, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, Shots says, uh, 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 Mr. Wild, uh, I don't think I want to look at him. He, he was our friend. Did, could we at least yeah, we're not gonna... put him somewhere out of the way? Agreed. Would, and I mean, I mean this in the least disrespectful way possible, if we dropped him down the trap door... <laughs> your f- no, wait... The essence that uh, was your friend, it, it, he's gone. I'll he, stop he, penning out a rallying speech. He has died doing the greatest thing he is ever going to do with his life. This is in no disrespect. You guys are what matter to me now. He was a great fighter and he died a hero. But right now we need to do the least amount of effort to deal with this situation. So we will respectfully put him down in that hole. I'll just call, call Tristan to the side for a second. Tristan. Yeah, go tell. Talk to me. Talk um, to me away from the squad. Um, now, if there was if there was a way of getting him back to the church, it may be that we could raise him. Um, now, have we established whether or not 
there are any horses and carts on the other side of the wall or anything like that should we need to make a getaway with injured um all these bodies no you have you have no way of moving fast with the injured right to be fair we had five horses and for some reason we didn't use them or do anything like that Mm. or think about fighting a a gorilla tactics which is annoying and one of the things that happen with resurrection as well (laughs) is it is a very costly endeavor and a very challenging one so a lot of the time the church don't tend to indulge it even in quite remarkable situations okay well we will lower him into the pit with as much reverence and respect as we can and uh, hopefully they will understand that this is just though the living are more important now than the dead he was your friend and shot shot says i i think i see he he was always part of us at the wall and now he can be part of the wall Mm, he'll always be with you that's the thing Mm. unless we all die in the next 48 hours of unlikely survival but yes let's say what you need to say to him now and then seriously get some shot eye because you got a long long time ahead of you so each of the garrison they each go over and just say and they all quite ritualistically just say see you at the black gate and they'll like put a hand on his shoulder or just make contact and then with some reverence you open the trap door and you lower his body in as far as you can and i guess you let it go (laughs) yeah (laughs) he vanishes into the dark as his traditional uncrudely drawn sword it's how he would have wanted it hopefully it doesn't land with a a squelching thump the most reverential farewell he died as he lived with an arrow through the neck (laughs) that's my final saying as i let him go and then i kind of i throw bear a little wink because <laughs> I think she's a bit worldly she's a bit wise I don't do that the person who seems most worldly is probably Boots she is yes. uh, I'm glad she survived she's pretty worldly wise we probably should have committed him actually <laughs> well but never mind never mind didn't think of the whole necromancy potential um, whilst you were giving that rousing speech so we'll just dump him to the trapdoor <laughs> it'll look cooler if he turns into a zombie and like slowly crawls out the trapdoor so you get some time to rest Sweet. And there are a couple of hours when you can see the front line just stood watching you, various scouts moving about. There's some mm. movement. And from further down the valley, you can hear that strange chanting again. Mm-mm. But it's a long way away now. It's a different chant from before. Mm. You see a mist start to form in the lower valley. As soon as that singing starts, I'm going to have the previously not disturbed bodies laid quite closely to the wall and half over the wall (laughs) um, because I'm suspicious and I'm going to pick up my guitar and I'm going to turn to the crew and I'm like you know what to do and we're just going to we're going to see if we can interrupt them or at least distract them again or at the very least sing a really rousing song of the time it's not going to be one of mine but it's one that I know these guys know because it's kind of an old famous war song that sings of like the heraldry of the empire basically it all goes a bit Zulu. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so, so what does the song sound like, Tristan? Well, it's that generic. <laughs> it's the generic, and it, it starts quite low, and everyone starts. Do you hear the people sing, <laughs> singing the song <laughs> of angry? I love that tune. It's literally one of the greatest pieces of music ever, and it's just that. <laughs> it is the music of a people who will not be slaves again when the, <laughs> and then the 
Boom, 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 boom. As Gramps picks up this huge drum. Doom, doom. Echoes the beating of the drum. And then we kind of finish the rousing chorus with the line that I'd and never ev- have And everyone learned. else, like, all, all of Percy's heavy squad, they're, like, beating along on their shield. Yes! And they're and singing, singing along. And the garrison makes a passable choir. Yes! Because you know. that's what they've spent their time doing. Everyone knows... Well, they, they've sat around and sang songs. You know, uh, yeah. Boots is actually... Uh, she she may have served time in the dry countries as a uh, mercenary, but she's also a minstrel of some skill. And she's, Man. you know, she plays quite... A, she knows a lot of songs, so they've sat around. And, and uh, after that, uh, Shots actually says, uh, Mr. Wilde? And, and then she blushes. Ooh, milady. Mr. Wilde, could, could you play song number one? <laughs> yes yes I can that said it depends upon which <laughs> it's basically I like the fact that the songs have just been whichever song I wanted to play at the time so you get you get to play some of your own original songs and yes. like they sing along really yes yeah <gasps> that feels good that kind of that boosts my morale <laughs> so uh, what do you play they're just sitting around and they're like, he's doing it. Yeah. And they're all nodding their head. There's a man we call James. He's all the face what he claims. He's got cornflower eyes and hair like the sun. That's when she's like, like the sun. Yeah. She joins in and I'm like, holy crap. And then I kind of drop out for a little bit as they start, and she sort of takes the lead. Yeah. And I'm just like, when I'm getting into it, I'm hitting that guitar, and somehow, somehow it's louder than it's ever been before. And it, it kind of echoes across the valley. Oh, yes. And it's a grand music. It is. And it's a music of defiance. It, it is. And it's a music of people whose hearts will not be quelled. It's always been that. It's always been And a... the army down the valley, they hear it, <gasps> and they know that they will not take this war without fight damn right and there are soldiers down there who feel a little less bold for the fact that these people can be sat around singing in the time of greatest desperation Ugh. that they turn to art and music we turn to life we choose to live they turn to life itself and they refuse to choose death they choose hope in spite of all the evidence against them it is a truly grand moment <laughs> What's a grand moment? Oh, my friend, you are going to have to listen back.